Spark and Book Club, November 2014, The Great Gatsby. Salutations and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Book Club. Brought to you by www.sparkin.com. Some podcasts and main reviews about connected dance narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back, and it is so close to the end. It is now December, the holiday season, so whoop-dee-doo. And honestly, this book was a little bit difficult to go through, but it was worth it. So remember, if you want to listen to any of our earlier episodes, you can check it out at www.sparkin.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, all those lovely social media sites, and you can email us or check us out. Definitely worth it. Since we are close to the end, we're almost at the finish line. We only have technically one book left because we only have the month of December left. And the only book that is left is Monkey, the retranslated version of During to the West, definitely check it out. Also, we have Go the Fuck to Sleep, but I really don't count that as a real book because it is literally 10 pages, but still, it's a totally fucking awesome book. We'll talk about that later, but let's get to the book we're talking about because this book is pretty iconic. Now, if you've been listening or you haven't, we decided, being of the year, to review several books, and for November, we had a very prestigious book which was chosen, and this book was written by F. Scott Fitzgerald back in 1925, and it is considered the great American novel. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about The Great Gatsby. Now, if you've never heard about this or read the book or seen the movie, you are a little deprived because it is a book which is considered F. Scott Fitzgerald's magnum opus. A lot of people love this book. It is amazing. Some people think it's overrated. My personal opinion, it's a timeless story that focuses on this time period that was finally remembered, you know, a time of economic prosperity where stocks reached record peaks and Wall Street boomed, a steady golden roar, the parties were bigger, the shows were broader, the buildings were higher, the models were looser, and the ban on alcohol had backfired, making the liquor cheaper. It's this timeless era that is romanticized in this book that... I think makes readers want to come back to read this story of tragedy, love, almost enchanting nature that one of the main characters has about him. Now, let's get into the point of what this is about. Now, if you've never read this or heard the story or watched the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert Redford, because it's been remade several times, the whole story is about Nick Carraway, this easygoing, optimistic man who ends up going to Long Island and staying on the fictitious West End. And he bears witness to this tragic story of the Great Gatsby, a man whose aspirations are guided by his heart rather than his mind, and of Nick's cousin Daisy, this attractive socialite who isn't the damsel in distress, but she's more an unobtainable goal. And Nick watches as he sees this mysterious figure pine for and work to get this person that he cares about, that he feels she cares about him, and it turns out that she likes him, she's interested in him, but she's more focused on the quote-unquote better things in life. And it is a story that is heartbreaking and joyous at the same time, because we see Nick 
go from this super easygoing, trusting person to this very cynical grown-up. He came there when he was 30 to make his fortune and things went to hell, and he ended up going back out to the Midwest after seeing the loveliness and amazingness of New York and all the crazy adventures that happened with the Great Gatsby. Now, I could go further into the identity of the Great Gatsby and what is the Great Gatsby, because he is a man who, as I said, Someone who's rich, powerful, enigmatic, charming, brilliant, and yet he would give it all away just to have this woman's hand. And when you see the lengths and things that Great Gadsby does to get to where he is, and how he throws it all away just to get this girl, you're just mind-boggled, because it's almost like a thief who had a perfect precision plan, and then suddenly everything goes out of whack. And that's the case with the Great Gatsby, because he came up from nothing to rise up to this point where he's super rich, has millions of dollars, he has a great mansion, he has a beautiful yellow roadster, and yet, for Daisy, it's almost like it's not enough. It's not enough to get to that point that he's looking for. But meanwhile, for Daisy, and she is interested, but she is with her husband, this guy named Tom Buchanan, who is... Honestly, the biggest douche in literary history ever. This guy's a horrid human being. He's cheating on his wife. He's rude. He's crass. He's a racist. Yet, the minute that his wife, she starts going her own way, he gets pissed off and angry and jealous. It's like, dude, you're the one who fucked up. You have no one to blame but yourself. But that's not the case. He blames someone else. And something happens. And shit gets real. And you know what? He's Tom Buchanan. Rich, wealthy, blue blood. Nothing makes him dirty or nothing affects him. He just walks away and his life is still great. Doesn't matter. It's the story of, quote-unquote, the true blue bloods and those pretend to be blue bloods. It could be seen as a cautionary tale that you shouldn't reach as high as you need to. But I see it as you're going more towards you should reach for that goal no matter what because that's where you want to get to. That's where you want to get. Even if horrible things are going to happen, you should go for it. But... Now, we could go on and on about the various illusions and metaphors the story brings to us and also the inner story within the story. I'd rather focus on what I've asked some of the listeners to do. I went on our Facebook page and I asked a simple question. How could you describe The Great Gatsby in two sentences? And one person said that he is a user who meets his match in Daisy. He's obsessed with her. Okay. Another one said... A hero in a world that doesn't need heroes anymore. Someone who desperately wants to save Daisy, but she's not a damsel in distress, and she doesn't need to be saved. And other person just literally copied the books of the last line, which is Gadsby believed in the green light, the orgastic future that year by year recedes before us. It eludes us then, but there's no matter. Tomorrow we will run faster, stretch out our arms further. He's a man who had a dream for beauty, in my opinion. He's someone who had a vision, a goal, and everything went askew the minute he met Daisy. His heart was taken away, and suddenly she became his goal in life. Because if he had never met Daisy, maybe he would have done more. Maybe he would have lived longer. Maybe his life would have had more meaning, more fulfillment, instead of him pining away and trying his best to obtain this person who honestly saw him as a pastime, not as an equal. But that's my feelings about it. What about you guys? What do you think about The Great Gatsby? Who he is, what he is, what you thought about this book? I mean, honestly, I can see why it's a great American novel. It's focusing on a time in American history, which was our golden age, you could say. 
There's a time when we're prosperous, we're happy, but there's so much ugliness underneath it because all societies in their highest point, there's that ugly underbelly. And this focuses on that looking through the eyes of the upper class. Unlike another version of this, which is the jungle, which is focusing on the lower class, this book focuses more on that upper class and their struggles and difficulties with dink dinks. But that's not the big picture here. The big picture is this book celebrates the great Gatsby's life, and it's a very well-written and timeless story of power lost, love lost, and eyes opened. Personally, I say if you have a chance and you've never read this required reading, give it a shot. You may find it genius or brilliant. The film adaptations are not that bad. The Robert Redford one is decent. There's one with um, Scott Hall, which was made for TV. That one's okay. It's a little weird. It's in its own weird place. And the one by Baz Luhrmann, it does take out a lot of the little details, but it's still a very faithful adaptation and visually stunning. No matter what, give Great Gatsby a chance. Zan highly recommends it. So, I guess that's it for this review. We've got one more left, and we should be done. That'll be 2015. So, either way. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Enjoy this episode. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spiker.com. You can leave out any comments that you have about The Great Gatsby or this book list so far at the website underneath this file. You'll see where it goes. So, on the side link, you'll see Book Club episodes. Click on there. You'll see The Great Gatsby link. So, I guess that's it. So, as for usual, this is your Hosan with the Sparkin Book Club, Movie Review, Manga Review, Game Review, and all those other lovely podcasts saying, I'm gone, so. Catch you next time, old sport.